Hi, my name is John Morris. I'm the author of The League of Regrettable Sidekicks, and I've been captured by the nice fellows at Thinking Outside the Long Box. Send help. Holy fuck, it's hot in here. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Doyle, Tim, and Gabe. Take off all your clothes. Uh, we're live. Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome right. to Thinking Outside the Long Box. My name's Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. And today we are going to be talking about Sweet Tooth. Sweet Sweet Tooth. It doesn't have a fucking synopsis. <gasps> uh, it's an American fantasy drama streaming television series developed by Jim Mickle, based on the comic book of the same name by Jeff Lemire and premiered on Netflix on June 4, 2021. That literally tells you nothing about the show. But uh, that's the that's the synopsis that Wikipedia gives me. Well, right on. Yeah, Wikipedia. So essentially, it's about Proving a why you're not reliable source. <laughs> right. Group because of you're... group of babies who are born with different types of animal in them. It's not so, really a group. It's like all well, it's all babies. all babies. It's all babies. It's a, yeah. All it's babies little, after a certain point. It's a little it's more like complicated a, than that. Like the is. sickness happens, right. and as soon as people start dying, all the kids that are born yes. are born as hybrids. It's yeah. like children of men, except they don't stop being born. They become owls and shit. <laughs> yeah. The one, kid is, the one kid is literally like a gopher humanoid. That can talk. Yeah. That can talk. Bobby. He's basically like a Dungeons and Dragons Bobby? gopher. Isn't that his name? Yeah. yeah. Bobby. Bobby's the yeah. shit. He got way more of the animal side than the human side. <laughs> way. I thought that was interesting. Like, I, 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 didn't antici- I didn't anticipate that at all because like the only hybrids that you've seen were like very half and half yeah. or like they just have ears and like wings or ears and horns or whatever so the thought so that when he walks be... out and he's like baby i was like huh that's fucked up <laughs> like, <laughs> like yep yeah, i guess it's still a hybrid i guess that makes sense well so you know we've kind of gone over it a little bit what are you guys' overall impressions of the show who wants to go start? first? <laughs> well, okay, so you're the, you're the one that read the comics. So, yeah. like, I read a few issues. Let's talk about because I want to make videos. The differences. Well, the big man is a skinny, tall, white dude in the comics. Yeah, skinny, but he's not gigantic. <laughs> he, yeah. He's also not like a good guy. Like right no. from the beginning, like when big guy shows up, he's like helps Gus. He's like he's like yeah, fucking pieces. Like you can tell he's annoyed by Gus, but he helps him right away. Yeah. He like he's gonna take him to like the camp to get like fucking cut up and dissected. Like I, I think he does actually. It's been a long time since I read it, but I'm pretty sure he does take him to the camp. Like he's not a good dude at all. He's gone through his like transformation in series in the comic book as opposed to it as to like it happened like, within a few. Yeah. It's a yeah. much darker apocalyptic world in the comic book. Yeah, a lot of muted tones, a lot of dark, like all the time. Like it seems very. I didn't. I. I didn't want to say like it's bad art or anything because I don't think it is, but it seems very sketched. Like it seems like a very rough draft of a world, which lends itself, I think, to like a darker tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different approach artistically. Like it is finished, watching, but it's not watching the show like, really like Superman or anything. A lot of it looks like comic books, like General Abbott. Yeah, like. The uh, fucking Tim red, and I, red glasses and Tim and Steve and I all like mentioned how much he looks like Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, you know <laughs> he's, he's for sure like an that Holocaust chic Eggman. Yeah, but they also have like th- there's like scenes where like 
there's a scene where the little kid is looking at the fire and like you know Abbott's behind him and there's the fire in his glasses and stuff. It's just very there's very comic booky moments. Oh in yeah, the whole for thing. sure. I think it feels like a fairy tale to me, which is what yeah. they said they wanted to do. So it's fine. So I saw a tweet um, from Jeff Lemire a couple days ago that was like. You know, he said like something like it all started with a dream, and it's just like a picture of an email that he got <laughs> from some TV producer that says, "No, we don't want to buy it, and absolutely nobody's going to make a show about a uh, a dear, dear boy. boy." And then right next to it is the picture of him being like number uh, of the show being number one on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. Like whoever yeah, you are. <laughs> suck at nameless rep who just lost a trillion jillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> to me, too, if you like comic books, it's where Jeff Lemire, I think, is one of the better comic book writers right now anyway. For sure. But I think he's even better when he's playing with like his own toys in my head, like Black Hammer, this. Uh, he did like a Invisible Man story, which is why I first heard, read about him. I read that first. He's done a lot of stuff with Matt Kent over the over like time it's a lot like more under, like this and things like underwater welder yeah like hit to me he's like just like underwater welder <laughs> he's really a very funny. unique writer in comic books he's i don't even know how to like explain why he's just like it's almost more like novelization but without the length of the like words he somehow does that it's hard to explain i think it feels but, like i feel i feel like lemire is the type of writer that's writing a graphic novel that just happens to be coming out in single issue. Yeah. Like, it seems yeah. like everything he writes is very, very directed and purposeful. Okay, so here's what I was trying to say, too. He's not... He never encompasses his story around the length of the comics that it's in. Yeah. He tells the story, and if it needs to go to another comic book... That's Or, like, fine. another one, it's fine. Like, um, I won't mention the name, but I just reviewed a... A uh, trade paperback that's coming out soon. Where it's not that it's bad, <clears throat> but you could tell like the trade paper is ra- wrapping up, so they wrapped up the story. And that, that I think is like incredibly common right now in comic books. Everybody's trying to tell like a four to six issue arc for. So, I mean, it's pretty much purposes what? of marketing, which makes sense because comics need that maybe right now. But it's okay to like have your story be sixty comics and just release them one at a time. You know. Yeah. I think Sweet Tooth is sixty or around sixty. Yeah, I think it's five volumes. But isn't the whole trade thing the reason why like shit like Walking Dead ended so weirdly? You're gonna yeah. have to be a lot louder, my friend. <coughs> <laughs> isn't shit like that why Walking Dead was canceled so weirdly because of like how it was going to be printed in trade? Was that it, it? Need, that it needed to end on a certain it's, issue because possible, that's how yeah. large the trade would have been or oh, whatever. Yeah, if they would have made a couple more issues, they would have had to create like, yeah. another omnibus, or there would have been like yeah. three of the omnibus editions and one trade or something like yeah. that, which would be really annoying on the show. That would look yeah <laughs> obnoxious. Would, to me, that's so weird that that's a consideration, though. Oh, I know it's weird, but like. It's like as a consumer, I can see why that would be frustrating for some people. I get it too, but I just like I just want it to be better. Like to me, it's like just make the omnibus slightly bigger, or include a last couple issues and a shit ton of extras, right? Which you should do anyway. Anybody who makes comics, like I think it makes comic books way more interesting, especially when I have all like the notes and like the. That is the cool thing about the comic that I can't name that I just went through. The second one at the end, it's just like ten pages of like his story building for his world. Nice. Even though none of that shit came into play in the story. What it might the, later. Witches did that? There was a lot of a that. A lot of people do that. Yeah. In yeah. Witches, there was the cool stories in the back of Harrow County. Harrow County was the other uh, 
uh, Bitch Planet did a lot of that, where yeah. like the front half would be a comic book, and the yeah. second half would be like articles about people. That was yeah. really cool. Department shit. H, nobody read but me, but does like the really good job <laughs> at it. Same thing with um, Mind Management does a really good job at it as well. That book's crazy. I've read a Daredevil, uh, not Daredevil, Deadpool run a couple years ago that did that randomly. Where, like, the first half of the comic would be, like, the book, and then, like, the last three pages would be, like, him, like, like smoking a pipe and wearing, like, like a dinner jacket. Like, telling a random story. Yeah, telling, yeah. like, a random thing at the end of the book. What's interesting, like, it feels very much like Watchmen. Where, like, you have a comic and then you have, like, a short story chapter that's developing over time. Yeah. And that's that's a cool way to do things. Like, I really love that. I just, I think everybody loves extra content. Like, more content. So going back to Sweet Tooth, like, when, it, as you compare it to the comic book, do you think it holds up, like, overall as a story? Like, do you think it, I mean, obviously there's things that are different, but, like... Is the main I think theme the tone there. is very different, the, the, and so yeah, it, it, it makes like it, it seem really, it, really it, different. It does to yeah. me. It makes it seem very different. I don't, and, I don't think you're alone in that. It, and the dude is the the Gus in the show is not as self assured of himself. He's not as like I, like the Gus in the show is fucking like I'm doing it. We're going. You know, he may not know what the fuck he's doing, but he's like about it. And the Gus in the comic book is just not really that way. And so there's there's a lot of tone and story differences in between the two. The thing that in the I comics think... he is not a Macaulay Culkin like yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like even you and I talked to Doyle's like the show seems like it's really married to being PG-13. And it's clearly and, for that age group. And and which like doesn't make it bad. It's just Obvious, but like what I was saying was that like I could tell even without have ever read it myself. Have damn it, read the fucking comic book myself. (laughs) That the comic was probably way more darker than what I was seeing in the show. Yeah, and the Doyle was like, "Yeah, dude." The dad, the dad seems to be a lot more positive and like reassuring to his son. Where in the comic book, he's like almost dead by the time you meet him. First, in the very first issue, he's shaking in his bed, talking to God and shit. Like it's it's a very different set of circumstances. What do you think Will Arnett's obsession with the end of the world is right now? Like, <laughs> like everything he's like done. Everything he's done for like the last few years is about the end of the world. It's like, oh, does man. Will Arnett know something we don't know? It's time for another McGruber, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, thank Let, you. Let's be really clear that if he makes another McGruber, that is what will cause the end of the world. It'll just, Uprising. people will be like, McGruber 2, let's purge this bitch. Like, <laughs> it's when the purges begin. Oh, yeah, there's a. Uh, I don't know. We always branch off, but what? there's a YouTube channel. I think it's like the history of horror. Have you seen it? No. The guy goes super in depth historically about horror movies, but like they're real. Nice. Like the Conjuring. Like he's going back to like the first mentioning of the demon they use in the like story. Like they go oh, through. Oh, nice. Cool. You just said purge. He goes so far into the Purge, which is a shitty movie series, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, I love to where I was those just movies. Like, I love them too. Uh, I love the first one. They're awful. Look, and then they get the so purge, bad. The Purge is my Fast and the Furious. Like I can admit that completely. Um, even they're the terrible one? movies, but I yes, they're the Hood so, Purge. They're so is that the first bad. Isn't that there a, isn't chronologically, there a show that's too? the first one. That's, it? Yeah, it's the first Purge. Is there a show too, or it's about yeah, to come there's out? A show. The show is actually the show is crazy good. 
The show's not bad. And super intense. Like I just, man, once that hood purge happened, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> urban. Urban purge. Urban yeah, purge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he brought it up like last week, so... <laughs> Uh, it's got a 98% critic score and a Jesus. 91% audience score. I can see that. It's pretty well liked. Well, it's never getting made into a fucking TV series, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, I originally felt bad for Jeff Lemire when I watched it, even though I liked it. Right. Because I was like, they butchered the fuck out of his comic book. <laughs> but, then- but then I read... And I, granted, it wasn't from him. Hopefully, he is as cool with it as they say. He's, a, he's an executive producer. Okay, they so. said that everybody... Unitedly wanted to do a family fantasy story that's not not anything else on TV right now, and that they wanted to tone down the apocalyptic like shittiness of the story. So as long as he's on board with it, then I'm fine with it because I still love the show. The show is really good, but I was it was it is annoying to see like somebody's artwork just get like twisted without their permission. Right? Yeah. Which is like I think just Stephen King is just selling off his hopes and dreams every time he makes a show like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Well, you make it like I wrote it. Not a chance. All no. right." <laughs> He's like, "Am I going to get money for this?" Yeah. He's like, All "Fuck right. you, Stanley Kubrick." Yeah. <laughs> right. So Ruined you know, it for everybody. it's like zero and twenty for changing it up. Yeah, we're going to do that. She do. Just you know, just make Christine Cujo and Carrie like that's. They did just fine on that. They're like, hey, you know that book you wrote about a dog that like won't let people out of their car? Let's do that as Can a movie. Can you write Silver Bullet, too? <laughs> yeah. Pet Cemetery. That one. Pets. So what are the good Stephen King movies? Kujo, like Carrie, Christine. Uh, I like Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Salem's, the old one. Salem's Lot is really keyed yeah, the into one. the book. The new one sucks ass, in my opinion. I think we spoke about it. I yeah. don't think it was as good. It's, yeah, <laughs> for sure not as good. I love this show. Like I've actually recommended it to... Um, all of my kids already. Like, I, I sent Bailey and Ashton messages about it. Other normal people I know love this show. Yeah. It's which is nice. It's, <laughs> it's very... This is some of that comic booky shit I was telling you about. Yeah. Everyone I've told about the comic book is like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. People don't understand, like, the, the depth of comic books, yeah. I think, a lot of the time. They just assume that every comic book is, you like know, superheroes Avengers. and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's left pretty open-ended, so... I, I haven't watched the last two episodes. Uh, well, I'm not going to ruin it, but it's left pretty... I mean, nothing hugely gets Dude, resolved. It leaves you on the biggest fucking yeah. cliffhanger. Holy shit. I think shit. it leaves you I right was where pissed. I thought it was going to leave you, though. <laughs> what? It left me like right where I thought it was going to leave me, though. Yeah, well, you I, knew I that like, going we, into it. Are we <laughs> talking about Earwig and the Witch cliffhanger? Yeah. Where it's like, this was a half of yeah. a movie? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Really? Yes. Like, oh, the last that, scene is like... It was so much better. Like, the last <laughs> scene is like, two characters like, all right, let's fucking do this. Credits. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. End of the fucking season. You're like, so I, fuck, I was legitimately angry at the show. I think I knew I, they weren't going to find it. I mean, I'm sure you know they're not going to find a cure at this point yet. No, I wasn't expecting that. I was just hoping they were going to go one. and get him or, or get <laughs> there like and maybe the he's not the there or something like that would happen. Like, but not just, let's go, you're like, oh, yeah, and it's like, credits. <laughs> I remember I hated that when I watched Lord of the Rings the first time. Because we had to wait like three years for the next one to come out or something stupid. And it was like two... I, th- I think they came out every other year. That's right. It was yeah. like two and a half hours, and like you're like, man, it's finally going to gonna get to Mordor. But I did, that's the thing is I did, I'd never... When the first one came out, I don't think I'd read yet. And so I was like, what the fuck just happened? What, what's going on with the ring? What are we doing? <laughs> and then I read all the books. They're walking. <laughs> they got a while. Yeah. They got a while to go. Like fucking... 
<laughs> Clerks 2. Turns out it's real far. <laughs> right. I mean, fucking The Hobbit parts 1 and 2 end the same way, too, where you're just like, fuck, we still have a way yeah, to go. Yeah, but they also we? took a 300-page book and turned this it into true. three movies. Like, but, like, that's what made it calm, worse for Hobbit. Calm your tits, Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> To me, that's what made it worse because it's, it's the like full of money. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it yeah. Is. people gave them wheelbarrows. I didn't hate the Hobbit movies though. They're all right. I didn't like. I I didn't hate them either. See, I think I like, only ever watched the first. It one. might be because I'm a Lord of the Rings fanboy. So the See, first one is the best one. Yeah, yeah. I keep hearing good things about this goddamn TV show that was supposed oh, to so fucking, fucking release at some point it. in my fucking life. It's what, coming. <laughs> the, the Amazon Lord of the TV show. Oh, yeah. It's not. I've heard not good things, but look, I got my hopes up for the Conan TV I haven't show heard that good they've announced about like the... sixteen hundred times. So <laughs> I felt the same way about Watchmen, man, and then it finally fucking happened. And then it was really, really good, but oh. not quite what you thought it was going to be. Right, but that's fine, dude. It was so good. You know, this is a good sign. You know, obviously we enjoyed Sweet Tooth because we are not fucking talking about. Well, it. no, the, I think that's re- what always happens. I think the reality of it is that that. It's good enough that it brings to mind, like, other really well-done adaptations. Like, you want to compare it to things like the Watchmen TV show or to, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. That seems like a grandiose kind of reach, but it's a really excellent adaptation. And while the source material may not be quite the same... Yeah. What they've translated it into it was fucking I mean, great. It's great. Like, yeah. shut the hell up. It's a really purist. good. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoy this alternate man. universe story. Like, yeah. yeah, just enjoy it. Don't be a douche. Yeah, like, man, it's like, so good. Do you know how fucking hard it was to get to this point in the first place where we're finally making like, well, like said, cool like, nerdy shit into film? As long right. as Lemire is good with the, well, I'm still not okay with making just like taking people's ideas. And I mean, not just anything. Them, no. Yeah, but as long as he's cool with it, then it's fine. Can we talk about how awesome it is that the first man you see, the first time you see Big Man fighting, the way he ends the fight is by shutting a bear trap on a dude's head. <laughs> so fucking rad! <laughs> like you see Sweet Tooth and that big buck comes time, up behind but... him, and there's and then hey, that guy is like shaking. I don't and you remember see bear trap. <laughs> so it's been a long time since I read the well since they came out. Yeah. So I don't remember if it's in there or not. I don't remember him being like Animal Whisperer in the comic books. Is that in there? I'm like, I don't. Not could where be part I'm of the musical. I haven't read all adding. of them yet, but not where I'm at. I mean, it's badass regardless. Like yeah. every time yeah. he's in trouble, like fucking animals start just peeping up. <laughs> like, he's like a he's like a super aggressive Disney yeah. princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used his horn. I thought that was cool. That's yeah, fucking that cut fucking, that dude. Yeah, that was fucking red. Like, <laughs> antlers. I love the I love the the play between uh, the bear and the tiger in the. The kid army. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting how, like, obsessed they are with animal, like, with the animal hybrids. But then when they actually have the opportunity to, like, help an animal hybrid, they just, they just want to do their own thing. Like, they're just... Well, it comes down to the one power-hungry, like, yeah. in general. <laughs> I just think it's super, super interesting that yeah. it's, like, he, they have these... This this show is saying a lot about things that are happening right now. Like, especially with, like... Yeah. The whole disease and COVID, like they even have those dorky, like maintain yeah. six feet of distance between each other signs. But like, really, when you think about it, the army is a bunch of these kids that are not hybrids, supposing that they speak for the hybrids, 
But then when they have the chance to like actually do something to help, they don't care. They just want to keep doing their thing. Which and like it's very perfect example why fifteen year olds shouldn't have armies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also a perfect example of like generally throughout a lot history, of the child soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't like, work out. These True. these people that aren't actually affected by what they're protesting have gone out and protested and as soon as they're done, they're just done. You know what I mean? Like Princess. Princess. What the fuck? You'll probably need to cut that out. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking deafening. So uh, loud. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, why don't you and Timmy hang out in the rec room instead of your bedroom? Thank you. <laughs> when her friends were over, they were all hanging out in her bedroom, and now it's just her and her boyfriend. So maybe in the rec room where I can burst in and go, "Stop making out." <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna hear you. Uh, yeah, gonna, hey, oh, he's coming. All right, we got another five minutes. Left. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway down the stairs, <laughs> I can hear you making out down there. You're like, you're like, no, no, it's cool. He's not out of the chair yet. <laughs> but I love taking the stairs. Honestly, all right. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 92. I was very high on this film. I love that he is the kind of Macaulay Culkin-y kind of. Happy go look. Like, I, I thought it was going to be very different. And throws yeah. knock marbles on the floor. I was like, oh, he's about to home alone this motherfucker, <laughs> right? That was the whole vibe I got, where he was just like, "I'm in a weird situation. Fuck it." And I love <laughs> that we're doing this. I love shit, that right? big is is who he is. He seems like a giant fucking teddy bear compared to the the crazy looking scary white dude in the comic book. Like yeah. it just seems so, it does seem so much more like family kind of happy like go lucky while yeah. things are going on and people are getting bear traps in their head. And so it, it just seems cool. I love I really it. enjoyed it. It's a flash of lightning when it happens. No, they don't show it. Yeah, yeah they don't. I don't think they show any any real Dude, thing. Dude, that lady gets kicked in the face by a horse, and there's like a little bit of blood on her face. <laughs> yeah, like like, like I said, it's married to PG you thirteen. Kick her? No, all right, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> that horse was like, man, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, hope. That was like one of that's genuinely one of my favorite scenes in it, where she's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to boom!" Yeah, I was like, "Dang, that horse just nuked that lady." You know what's crazy to me too is like, horse took her to the old town road. Maybe it's just <laughs> that's so not gonna come through. So it stupid. Is. He's really close to the mic, so oh, I think that'll so come through. So stupid. So fuck up, trying guys. Again, my throat's a little sore. It's all the dick. It's like the trope. Terrible character always has to be like a main character wife or daughter. But his wife is the only character I hated in the show. Well, it's, the because, it's because I think some of it is because she wants him to do something for her own selfish reasons. Yes. You know, she's, she's... It's beyond that, though. It's but like, I, not only does it break his coat, it is the dissecting of children. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's, she's like in his ear. It's okay. Like, exactly. It's, it's that's, real creepy. That's why I'm like, like yeah. you're actually evil. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck this bitch. Like I, I wouldn't. I, I'm sorry. Like I ain't death cutting to his up heart. kids. Go you die. You got the disease that murders everyone. Sorry. <laughs> like am I gonna cut up children? I did think they were gonna get burned alive. I thought that was going to be like one of those middle of the season too. fucking things yeah. that you don't see coming. I knew it wasn't going to happen. The only reason I knew it and wasn't going to And then Robotnik saved him. The yeah. only reason I knew it wasn't going to happen is because they killed the doctor before him. And he wanted the book, and I knew the book was in his house. And I, So when they set him on fire, I was like, well, here comes Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> like, I like how he just happen. murked the whole town, though. 
<laughs> they could have just yeah. been like, stand so, back, we're going in there. No, they tell them that. They're like, go to your house. They're like, go to your house. And after you hear like oh, gunfire, yeah, they they're all dying. They definitely kill like four or five people first. As soon as I hear yeah. gunfire, bitch, I'm going to my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm out. Cool. Yeah. Oh, De- they fucked up. See you later. It depends on what direction the gunfire is coming from and what direction my house is it, in. If I right. think it's coming towards me, I'm going somewhere else. Right. So- get- Sonic went that way. There's not a lot of stupid decisions made in the movie, but sure. they all happen in the show, but they all happen around that family, that, yeah. those two people. Right. It's like they- the horse kicks her. She's like basically laying in the purple flowers that grow when you have the disease. So why don't you just be like, she had the disease. No. I why killed her. that? Just she fucking she leave her there. She was upset about something. She walked behind my horse and my horse kicked her. I well, thought you could tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to lie, I'm saying like you could get away with the lie. You don't even need to lie about that. Like Hiding I feel like I feel yeah. like if you told like the security guards, hey, dude, she walked behind my horse like an idiot. It spooked her and it kicked her. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no reason to hide that. I thought they buried her. And Me then too. when they when they put her in the place where like fifteen people probably go in every single day, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like that's a weird spot to hide a dead body. They, yeah, they definitely <laughs> panic hid the dead body instead of really actually yeah. thinking like, about what's it. What's that Las Vegas movie? Yeah, that def- cut that prostitute up. Oh, uh, very bad things. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I love that movie. It's very sweet. You haven't? I don't oh. think so. God, we should make she that She accidentally a dies, I think, right? They, 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 they don't... Ac- no, they accidentally murdered her. Well, that's her. what I'm saying. Yeah. But they, it's not like they murdered her on purpose. And no. Then they, and then a lot of unfortunate, stupid events happen. It's basically <laughs> people making bad decisions over and over and over again. I give this show a 95. Like, I'm really into it. I'll probably... I know for a fact I'm going to finish it. I'll probably rewatch it with Mel and Hannah. Because, like, I think Hannah will really like it. I think she Hannah loves too. cute animals. She loves things that are, like, you know, kind of action y and mm-hmm. a little bit scary, but not too scary. I think this really, really fits into something that Hannah would like. So, yeah, for sure, I give, I give this shit a 95. Like, this is a good ass show. I'm now, that. It makes me want to read the comic, too. Yeah. I'm at, like, a 98, 99. Damn. Like Which I said, one? the only thing I hate, Which I'll one? go 98. Oh, are you doing it? Yeah. The only thing I oh, dislike sorry. is no, no, the good, character. But I mean, you're supposed to dislike her character, but I feel like they make it too over the top. Which one? The, the wife. wife. Yeah, she's like, pretty awful, dude. Like, you're supposed to hate them, but I feel like there's just rarely is there a person that's, like, that evil. <sighs> like, but rarely is there a person that is, like, so obviously good trying to hide it, like Big Man. And, like, rarely is there a person that's like a 15 year old in charge of an army like they're all kind of like they're all kind of like yeah, that's tropes the, that happens like, all the time I get it like but I just I want a bad guy to be like that's a, that's a bad guy I relate to that bad like I, I relate to the the general almost I think like what he's doing makes sense to me I think it's genuinely in an effort to make who the bad guys are way less nuanced because, like, if they're trying to, like, market this to, like, kids 12 to, like, 14, okay. if they 
dial up like it's exactly like I said the lady that's the snoop that gets kicked by the horse yeah, she reminded yeah. me of Dolores Umbridge yes. literally the only character I've ever seen on film that if I saw the actress walking down the street I'd be like bite my dick Umbridge like <laughs> and then her security guards would kill me but <laughs> just dog pile on game <laughs> like no, I get that's why I don't knock off many like I'm, yeah I'm no, I'm just saying like I think that I think the reason behind it is genuinely to make it less nuanced you know which is a weird I could, thing to i could think. deal with the tv show being more nuanced i'll say that yeah for sure it's it's i think we can all handle it kids included everywhere it goes is very obvious like in his telegraph from beginning to end for sure the dog's gonna give a fuck that door was closed <laughs> big dumb head uh i'm i'm way up there too 98 like i I should basically just give it a hundred. I mean, I've I dig the show almost thoroughly. The storytelling, the art direction, the acting, which nobody mentioned. Like this might be one of the best child actors I've ever seen. This is true. He is fucking killing it. I'm not and, gonna jinx it, and but not in like we might have some fun news next week. <laughs> I and, hope and so. not like <laughs> some weird. You know, not a lot of child actors hold up. I don't think a lot of child actors could carry a whole series. No, and not be like good. that. Like not like this. Like, yeah. dude, I he, don't know if like, he's the best, but I will say that he does a really, really good job. He is killing it. That show. So that gives us a, an aggregate score of ninety-five point seven five. Or you won't try to do decimals. We can do decimals. What? It doesn't hurt anything. It's no. going to come down to decimals once we're like always have a top ten going. <laughs> yeah. So I assume that puts it right at the top. It is at the top. Yeah. Sweet too. Yeah, Shit. Love, Death, and Robots is next. So right Wait, now... What do we have that, 93? 90, no, 87. 87, damn. Yeah, so right now, the show's favorite TV show is Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is fucking good. It is really Man. good. Count of Monte Cristo comes in number number four right now, last. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be bumped off the list. <laughs> sorry, Jason. I'm sorry that I disappointed you by thinking a slow ass movie was super slow. <laughs> like I, I just I don't get I, I saw what Jason posted right. and I want to talk about this. Rag for like on just it some a more. Like I get what he's saying. Like I do typically like kind of slow burn movies, but this is like glacial pace. Like that <laughs> that movie doesn't move. Like it's the movie I just suggested is like the best horror movie I've seen in years. It's slow. That I don't mind. I don't mind slow. In fact, I, I mind, don't think anyone even dies. I feel <laughs> it's like it's just fucking freaky. Huh? I feel like the Count of no? Monte Cristo really you gotta, you only has it. like five moments yeah. that you actually have to watch, and like the rest of it is just stuff happening around those moments like i don't know i that's that's just how i felt about it when i kept thinking about it because jason was like i don't get why you didn't like it that's why yeah Gabe. i, I feel like it didn't have really much going on and I, I think it's because it's a victim of how it was originally produced as a serial yeah like well like i said it's it's also just a victim of that story has been done and done and done again and, and it's, been done it's been done funner. a lot it's been done a lot. I yeah. looked when I was writing the little art blurb that I do for each each episode. Yeah. It was done, I think, like 20 times in TV and in yeah. series. And it's just been like, if you happen to have seen the other better paced, more fun versions of it, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hold up. Yeah. Same as like that movie, uh, Star is Born, with what's her name? Lady uh, Gaga. Lady that Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. That movie's been made like, what, 20 times? It's like five, but yeah. It made all the old ones, in my opinion, worse, because it was actually like... I thought the best telling of it. Yeah, probably. So it's like now if I was to go back and be like, eh, 
It's not the Lady Gaga version. It's not very good. Oh, Barbara Streisand. The one from like the 30s. She's an icon. Yeah. Doyle, the Burning one that was Hill. in the thirties, Burning <laughs> Hill movie, I liked quite a bit. So it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not as good. I don't no, think. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, with that said, we don't like a Star Is Born. The old. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, I was like, I thought 30s. he did like yeah. it. <laughs> well, I liked it as an I watched it the one time, but it's like super sad. Like I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah, really. no, it's yeah. I, don't I have actually it. watched it again, and I turned it off like three quarters of the way in because I was like, I don't need the whole suicide thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch the Ascendant part of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, with that said, guys, be sure to check us out, TOTLB.com. That's where you can find all of our social medias. Shit is a- Hit us up on Patreon at patreon.com slash TOTLB. Give us a little bit of support. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash thinking outside the We're almost the at box. 160 subscribers. Nice. Um, yeah, almost at 160 subscribers. Be sure to check us out there. And, of course... If you have any questions, <laughs> comments, concerns, you can leave a message on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. At one point in time, I'm pretty sure that Michael Kirk had midget sex slaves, but he was paying them a decent wage, so I don't know that they're really like so much midget sex slaves as midget wage slaves. So, I mean, that's, stick, just, that's just an employee. Really. Stick, stick that. Yeah. <laughs> So stick that. How many things can they really do? So stick that in your tiny pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Till next time. I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. Bye. 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 Just use regular sized pipes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! <laughs>